Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. And my sister and I were like helping the little baby sea turtles like get to the water in the ocean and stuff by like helping with the flashlights and making sure like they weren't getting stolen by crabs. And then one did get stolen by a crab and my flashlight was on it and I was like screaming and I was like, crab, crab, crab. It was very traumatic. And I was watching this little sea turtle get pulled away by this crab. Welcome back to the Random Theory Podcast. I'm Grace. And I'm Josh. And together we discover science within the world and talk about it. Who in a podcast form. Amazing. Yes. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. If you <laughs> like the podcast, make sure you go check us out on YouTube. T-K-O-R. Yeah. T-Core. If you're on YouTube, you can you can watch the, the podcast. We do it in video yeah. form. Random Theory Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. How you been? What's good? I've been good, man. I have been uh, very busy. I think I mentioned that we're doing some acoustic versions of our songs. And so we've we've recorded them. They're done. We spent a couple hours the other night making the album art for them. That's sick. Lantern by Sea. Yeah, Lantern by Sea. That's my band. Check them out. And so, yeah, we've just got that and we're like doing potential music videos for that. And then we're playing a big show in September that we got to like prepare a bunch of stuff, backing tracks, set lists, <laughs> everything for. That's cool. So, yeah, it's just like a got a lot going on, but it's all good stuff. So... That's fine. That's fine. I love it. I'm here for it. Yeah. What about you? I'm upstate in New York. I'm here at Watkins Glen um, working a NASCAR race this weekend. Yeah. So if you guys ever feel like doing something on the weekends, look for a local NASCAR thing in your area. What did you say the name of this location is? Watkins Glen. Watkins Glen. Where like, yeah. is there, what's that around? Is it near? So we're upstate New York. Do you know where the Finger Lakes are? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. So we're up there by the Finger Lakes. But anyway, so you're you're doing a you're up doing a NASCAR event. That's exciting. Yeah. That's exciting. We've got a couple or I've got a couple more coming up this season. Yeah. So Watkins Glen, I'll be in Darlington, Phoenix. Phoenix. Kansas. If you Kansas. listen to us in Kansas, come say hey. I don't know where I'm going to be in Kansas, but you know, that'll be its own fun. I mean, adventure. how many places are in Kansas to go, honestly? Yeah, right. I don't know. Sorry to anyone um, in Kansas. My bad. Yeah, <laughs> you might get blown away in Kansas, <laughs> like whatever. Yeah, watch out for some tornadoes. Yeah, seriously. So yeah, I got a couple more races, but I'm I'm excited. I love this aspect. It's like a new skill set, something fun to do. Like I learn something new every week. I mean, that's new great. Horizons. New, new broaden broadening those horizons yes which we're yeah. all about <laughs> should we jump into some some ratings and reviews in the podcast ratings and reviews i'll go first here and i actually wanted to do something a little different this week um because you have oh. one from apple podcast right yes and normally i would read an email which we're still doing so don't you know if you're an email person please still send them keep sending those emails so there's a whole back end like analytics thing for Spotify podcasts. That we just got access to, by the way. First off, hello to all you Spotify listeners. We recently had quite a big bump. We were 
I think it topped out at like top in the top 20 uh, science podcasts on Spotify. Welcome, science pals. Let's go. But anyway, there's a whole like question and answer thing on Spotify. When oh. you listen to a podcast, it, you, we can like have it ask you a question and you can respond. People have been doing this and we didn't even know. Oh. Sorry, Spotify people. I'll read two just from the last one just to, just to shout okay, them out. Okay. It was our podcast on vestigial organs that just oh, came yes. out. The question I put in was just, have you had a vestigial organ removed? And we got two responses, one from Nina. Hi, Nina. And she said, two tonsils. Nina, we are the same. I've had mine removed. The other response was from SportsNut81. <laughs> awesome name. And they awesome said name. tonsils and two molars. And this person said that they're 42 as well. So in their 42 oh, wow. years, they've had tonsils and two molars removed. Wow. Yeah, basically, I just wanted to, I mean, I wanted to read those responses, give those people some shout outs, but then also just like shout out the entire Spotify audience <laughs> as a whole and say like, we're here, we're with you now. Um, we see you, we hear we you, Spotify, you. we're yeah, with we definitely you. definitely <laughs> see you. Um, so be on the, if you're listening on Spotify, be on the lookout because uh, I think the like standard question is just, what do you think of this episode? If you want to respond to that, great. That's awesome. I'll try yeah. and go in and I'm probably going to like put in some more episode specific ones every now and then if I come up with something. But we also might just change it to, you know, what do you want to see next? And this will be like a new area where you could submit your podcast topic. I think we might do that. I, I don't know. love that idea. I'm so here for it. Like I said, our, our over, I think it was not this last weekend, but maybe the weekend before our the podcast was like in the top 20 science podcast on on Spotify. Which is huge. Thank you to all of those who sent the podcast. Oh, yeah. Did all Listen, the things. Just, whatever happened, thank you for the, everything. I mean, we were passing like NPR and all these other... I was like, what the, What are we doing on this yeah. list? Um, so it's super but, interesting you say that because when we reposted the ASMR podcast, we have yeah. an Instagram that we have really been lacking and taking care of because Josh and I are running the YouTube channel, pot, like everything. We're running everything. So <laughs> we kind of have slacked in this department. But yeah, that being yeah. said, we actually had two people message us on Instagram telling us they have synesthesia. Do you remember us talking about that in the ASMR podcast? Uh, barely. R barely. It's where you can like see... Like you hear something and you see colors and like you see. Okay. And so two people message us and they're like, if you want to do a podcast on it, like we like I, I have it. And so I would be happy to talk about oh. it and answer any questions that you have. And I was like, ooh, that's cool. That could be cool. That's so, so cool. We might tuck that in our back pockets because I think that could be a really cool podcast. Yeah. episode. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. I mean, that episode really took off when we reposted it, um, which is great. That's so awesome. My reading and review comes from Apple Podcast. It is from a very old friend. Yes. Yes, yes. Very old friend. <laughs> GC U V U V U V U V U V U V U. Oh yeah. And oh yeah. They have they have been around since the beginning. I think they left us one of our first reviews, honestly. I think so. Yeah. Um and they said hi, 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 hi. It gave us five stars. <laughs> this is so very G C U V U V U V U. They said, hi, guys, I'm back for um, one, two, three, four, five. Well, I don't really know how many, but I'll just get into it. 
this person yeah. is very curious. I don't even think we know their name, but they're a very curious human being. So they Which said- is great. We love that. Yeah. Wonderful. I love it because you can never ask too many questions, truthfully. Yes. And I want to answer those questions. So they said, so I really want to know how sea turtles go back to the same beach to lay their eggs where they were born. And I also named two of my fish after you guys. Whoa. So we now have fish and chickens, Josh. Oh my God goodness fish we are big time that's peak right there i think we've peaked i agree we've peaked you know uh, chickens and fish named after us incredible what more could i ask for (laughs) like (laughs) (laughs) i feel so honored gc uvi uvi uh also has a joke for you are you ready okay yeah 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 hit me josh yes how do you make a sandwich how you don't because they all end up in the dungeons of sandcastles. How do you make a sandwich? How do you make You don't. What? Is it a play on the word witch? Like is it like a witch in the dungeon? Like I'm, I I I think I f- so. I feel dumb. GC This one went over our heads. You're going to have to do another one and let us know what's up. GCUVU also put OGRT and they put a bunch of the science pal figures and mm-hmm. the test tubes and then said, okay, bye with a wavy hand. Well, GCVU, thank you so much for writing in yet again, coming in with those consistent A plus pod ideas. Sea turtles. Freaking sea turtles and eggs. I, this Have you is... ever seen a sea turtle? I honestly don't think I ever have. I, I don't even know. I'm what? Actually, no. No, no, no. I think I have in Hawaii when my family went there. I think I remember seeing some turtles like on the beach. So you've that's seen a, that's, sea turtles. That's a hard maybe on that one. I don't know. Mom and dad, <laughs> let me know if I saw turtles. Um, but <laughs> we'll come back next episode. Mom, dad, please confirm that Josh yeah, can has you seen guys, sea turtles. Can you guys confirm and let me know, please? Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, how about you? Have you do you have an experience with some sea turtles? Yeah, I've got lots of experience with sea turtles. Okay. Scuba diving, obviously, I've seen them, followed them around through kelp fields and everything. They're so adorable. I love them. And growing up, actually, we were at the beach and it was sea turtle hatching season. Like sometimes they hatch at night, and when they hatch at night, the like the moon like guides them to the water. Okay. But that's also when a lot of crabs, like ghost crabs, come out and steal them and eat the baby sea turtles that are just born. Whoa. Basically, they hatched at night. We knew that they were hatching at night because that day the people had been watching and we were like, yeah, come back this evening and like they'll be hatching. So we no. went back that evening and like they gave us flashlights. My, I was little, little. Um, and my sister and I were like helping the little baby sea turtles like get to the water and the ocean and stuff by like helping with the flashlights and making sure like they weren't getting stolen by crabs. And then <laughs> one did get stolen by a crab and my flashlight was on it and I was like screaming and I was like, crab, crab, crab. It was very traumatic. <laughs> and I was watching this little sea turtle get pulled away by this crab. Um, and my mom stomped on it and then a oh. late, not the baby she didn't stomp on the sea turtle the crab she stomped okay. on the crab and the one of the little like the, one of the helpers the people that are allowed to touch the sea turtles they told us like don't touch them because yeah. i don't know you know whatever um so it's, they got yeah. it they checked it out to make sure it wasn't hurt and then they let like me hold it and i got to hold a baby sea turtle and Ooh. it was so adorable yeah I, I wanted to take it home but obviously they can't come home with you you didn't give it like a noggin no, dude. I should have. Noggin, yeah. dude. Noggin, dude. That was a missed opportunity. But I also have another traumatic turtle story. It's not about like sea turtles. So we'll yeah. save that for another time because <laughs> that one <laughs> why, is why you got very so many traumatic, traumatic for me. Why you got so many traumatic turtle dude, stories? Dude, 
I I have a lot of traumatic animal stories because I okay. would like save and rescue animals growing up. Yeah. Like I would save snakes and birds snakes. and turtles and I I don't know, dude. I was a weird child that just liked to collect and heal things. Uh, well, okay. I mean, like part of that is nice. I don't know about the snakes yeah. though. I don't think I ever tried to like keep those. But I would like every year the fl- the frogs in our pond would lay eggs and I would scoop up the eggs and yeah. watch them completely change over to tadpoles and like look at them under my microscope. I, I was just yeah. like, I was a strange kid. Dude. I was just very invested. Speaking of frogs, this is not at all related to what we're talking about today, <laughs> but I got to mention it because it was the wildest thing. My cousin lives okay. in Utah. It's here in Utah. I mean, she lives like two hours away from where I live and she kind of lives out in the middle of nowhere. But for whatever reason, I think she lives near a lake, but I think that just this area of the state, they were having like a frog migration. Oh, where they like hop, ev- like there's frogs everywhere. There were like thousands of frogs in her, all over her yard in like, she sent us pictures of the basement uh, window wells, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And they, it was like, they were like full of frogs. She was taking a shovel and like scooping frogs out of her window wells. It what? was insane. I, I couldn't believe it. I, I was like, what do you even do with that many frogs? <laughs> Where do you take them? What do you do? What do you do with them? Just put them back outside and hope they don't hop into the window well again? They just hop back. Yeah. I honestly, I don't know. I haven't... I haven't asked her like what she's because I she sent a picture that they were like scooping them out of the window wells so they didn't die down there. I was gonna say you can't leave them down there like have yeah, crusty dog just... or crusty frog court yeah, corpse yeah. down there so, like can't have that. I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know what they did with them once. I, I assume they like took them out and released them somewhere, but it's like they were everywhere. Even not just her house what though, the like heck? the whole area. There were just thousands of frogs everywhere. So that's so yeah. wild. The great frog Weird. migration. Frog migration. There it is. All this ties into like what we're talking about today, by the way. Oh, well, I know some people are probably know. like, yeah, I'm sure some people are like, all they do is like talk. <laughs> and it's not I mean, it's about science. It's yeah. Podcast, what do you want us to do? So like, uh, we're just hanging out, having a good time. We're, we're all pals <laughs> sitting here listening. It's like yeah. chit chat with a side of science, you know? There you go. Yeah. Because think about it. Like the thing the thing about this podcast that I've always wanted it to be and Josh has always wanted it to be is like a casual conversation that you're having with your friends and then like, you know, you throw some science in there. Like it doesn't have to be yeah. so science focused. Like it's just like, you know, we're chit chatting. We're talking about our experience with sweet sea turtles. And like if this ever comes up, <laughs> now you will know how sea turtles do their thing. Like we're giving you yeah. ways to like enhance your story and like communication. Yeah. Well, first of all, like Grace and I are not experts in any uh, way, but our whole thing is like spreading education, information in a fun, approachable way. So like we wouldn't want this, you know, we don't want to sit down and be like, here's the dense. Let me open this textbook (laughs) and read it to you, you know, like. Yeah, that's not fun. That's not fun. And and it wouldn't be fun for you. And it's not fun for us. So if we're going to talk about uh, Grace's uh, crab story <laughs> as a child or my cousin's frogs, then that's what we're going to do, you know? And it's cool because I'm sure you have a funky story like that, too. <laughs> I, I, dude, everyone's got a story. Everyone's got one. Send us an email or write it in a rating and review and let us know your funky, weird story yeah. about animals. <laughs> so sea turtles and how they come back to the same beach every year. Yes, I think we should probably actually get into it 
right after this ad. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Natal homing. Natal homing. It, that sounds like uh, some sort of military thing, I'm going to be honest. Oh, really? Well, I think it's because it's like NATO, natal and NATO. That's so you know? funny you say that. Because for me, I read it and I'm like, natal homing, this sounds like being pregnant and you're like- Oh, sure. Making your house like a home yeah, for the okay, baby. That... Like when they, they call it like nesting or something. Yeah, yeah. When you start nesting. I like that you're like military and I'm like, <laughs> that was a man and woman was... brain right there. <laughs> yeah, <we> just... <laughs> We just uh, enforce some stereotypes there. Uh, sorry, that was everyone. awesome. That was awesome. I uh, love that. No, it's okay. I wonder what other people thought when they heard natal homing. So natal homing or natal philopatry, that sounds like a made up word, is the scientific process uh, wherein some animals return to go to their birthplace in order for them to reproduce. Okay. So you actually see this in a lot of aquatic animals. So you see it in fish, sea turtles, like salmon. They always yeah. swim back upstream to wherever they're always they, going back, like hatched from. Yeah, they're always yeah. migrating back. Yeah, I was gonna mention salmon. I feel like that's like the number one everyone yeah. thinks about salmon mm-hmm. swimming up river, which seems yeah. like a lot of work, honestly. So according to scientists, uh, this behavior is triggered by cues used by the animals, like olfactory cues and geomagnetic imprinting. Geomagnetic imprinting. Geomagnetic imprinting. Mm. Does that not sound like some science sci-fi thing where it's like, I feel like I've been here before, like where you would like go back to your roots or something or like go back to like a place. It feels like something in a movie, like a flashback by someone that's been like abandoned when they were little, but they go back somewhere and they're like, this feels like I've been here before. Yeah. You're like drawn to to a you're drawn yeah. to a location and you don't even know why, but that maybe it's some some geomagnetic imprinting. So the benefits that the animals can reap from their birthplace can be associated with feeling safe and finding a place where they're sure that they're suitable for new breeding grounds. So by going back mm. to this natal breeding site, they can assure of having a suitable climate and sufficient lack of land-based predators. So basically it's like okay. I hatched from there, my kids should be because it was safe and I I survived. <laughs> right. They know it's a good place. They can they can raise their kids there. Yes. Or not raise their kids, but they can drop them off. Drop there them and, off. <laughs> yeah. Not drop off your kids. <laughs> just just dropping off the kids. Uh, oh no. Leaving them. So uh yeah, most sea turtles migrate between foraging and nesting grounds and seasonally to warmer waters. So often these migrations take them hundreds and even thousands of miles away from different locations. And with satellite telemetry, scientists can actually track the movements of sea turtles between areas and even across the entire globe. That is wild. Also, what a job. Could you imagine being the guy or a girl, (laughs) obviously, that's like, I track turtles. At the bar, it's like, so what do you do? I track turtles. I, I, I track turtles across the globe. No big deal, you know, <laughs> using satellite that telemetry. To be, that has to be the best job ever. 
besides cuddling baby pandas. Is that a job? Yeah. We're in the wrong profession. We definitely are. We need to make an absolute shift. We should do a podcast while we cuddle pandas. Whoa. I feel like it would be, it would probably be like a really boring, I would just be just distracted the whole time. (laughs) You know, I wouldn't be able to focus on what's being said. We'll figure it out. That'd be fun, though. (laughs) Sea turtles nest in tropical and subtropical regions around the globe. So both male and females migrate to nesting areas to breed, generally in the area that they were born in. And it's not known exactly how adult turtles are able to navigate to their natal birth beaches. However, researchers think that it has to do with a number of clues, including ocean currents, the Earth's magnetic field, and water chemistry. So it's a thing where they're like kind of unsure of how they do this. Right. And it's also something which we're going to talk about later where this might all not be entirely true. Oh, okay. Yeah. Turtles are hatched around beaches and sands all over the world. Also, did you know, sorry, this is super random. I only know this because of my traumatic turtle story that I didn't tell earlier. (laughs) That... The temperature at which they are in the sand and whatever temperature it is in the sand will determine the gender of the turtle. Really? This is actually called temperature-dependent sex determination or TSD. And research shows that if a turtle egg is incubated below 81.86 degrees Fahrenheit, the turtle hatchling will be male. And if it's hatched above 88.8 degrees Fahrenheit, it will hatch as a female. Really? That is fascinating. So the lower they are in the sand pit, which is what turtles are laid in, <laughs> right, essentially. Right. Yeah, um, they dig a little they'll hole. Be, yeah, they'll be male. And then okay. in the middle, it's like kind of 50-50. You don't know what you're going to get. And then on the sure. top, they're guaranteed to be female. Isn't that fascinating? Yeah, that really is. I had no idea it was like that. But yeah, so this is happening all over the world, and it actually doesn't happen just in turtles. It happens um, with other species as well. I Yeah, I had no idea that was how the uh, sex was determined for turtles. Mm. I wonder if it's that way with humans. That feels like something they would know. You know, you would hear about that. Curious. So it says, does temperature affect the gender of a baby? They say they can sum up their findings with for every 1.8 degree Fahrenheit raise in temperature, there's a 0.06% increase in the ratio between newborn boys compared with girls. Interesting. But I don't I don't know if I would like believe. Yeah. I don't know. We've fallen into a so rabbit it, hole. We have. So this says, this is off of CNBC. So I don't know. But uh, right. in general, yeah. it says human tends to give birth to slightly more boys than girls. And in the US, more boys tend to be born earlier in the early spring and summer months than autumn and winter. So that tracks. Okay. I mean, that could be a whole, we might have just stumbled into a whole other episode. Listeners out there, write in. Let us know. Yeah. If you're. <laughs> Are you are you curious? <laughs> or about, do your own uh, research and let us know. <laughs> well, yeah, if you want to look it up. Okay, so with all that interesting conversation, there's actually an epic migration at sea that can take several years for these turtles to complete to get back to where they were birthed from. So right. then they eventually come back and revisit the exact quote unquote the exact spot where they were born to find their mate and lay their own eggs as well. Right. TBD on that. Like I said. Oh, that's the part. 
Yeah. And scientists have identified that turtles, like other animals, navigate the oceans by sensing the invisible lines of the magnetic field. Uh, And this technique is similar to how sailors know how to navigate the seas through the use of longitude and latitude. But scientists are still curious about how these animals are able to return to the spot which they were supposedly born in. Right. This is where it gets really interesting. So according to recent studies, the turtles also depend on the magnetic field of the Earth in order to find their way home. And this is because it's been found that these turtles rely on the magnetic field of the Earth that is present on every coastline. So each one has their own distinct magnetic signature, which the animals will remember for the rest of their lives. And then they'll be able to use that later on as their internal compass. Really? Yes, but this journey is not that easy. Right. The magnetic field changes very slowly, but it changes. Okay. So our Earth's magnetic field actually flips every now and then. Right, okay. (laughs) So the magnetic field changes slowly and the turtles will have to shift their nesting sites in response. Oh, they shift them. Yes. So they're not necessarily going back to their exact same birthing site they're going to where that magnetic pole oh, is oh they're going to the magnetic coordinates yes but, but those might not be the same geographical location yes it can be like 20 or 30 miles off oh wow okay yeah so like they might end up they might end up on the same beach but they also yeah. might not end up on the same beach so that's the hot controversy. Yes. Is people say they're going back to their same place of birth, but they might yeah. not be. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So sea turtles use this magnetic field that's around the earth, like I said, in order for them to navigate back to where they were born years ago. And turtles have been found swimming for years from their nesting grounds in Florida and North Carolina up to territories in North Africa. Can you imagine swimming from North Carolina to North Africa? It's a long ways long way that's crazy <laughs> long well okay i was gonna say that when uh you read a line earlier that was like just talking about the epic migration or whatever yeah and i was like can you imagine that you're like however i mean sea turtles do live a very long time longer than yeah i feel like you know most animals so that's nice for them but like the chunk of life that is spent just getting somewhere to lay eggs yeah just that's all you're doing is traveling from uh what north africa to florida or whatever like- yep yep so leatherback sea turtles are among the most highly migratory animals on earth so they travel as much as ten thousand miles or more each year wow between foraging around and searching for jellyfish in the atlantic yeah. they go from the caribbean beaches up to the united states east coast They go to Canada, and then in the Pacific, they might go from Southeast Asia, like Indonesia, Malaysia, to California, and then end up in Alaskan waters. I would freak out if I saw a turtle in Alaska. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it belongs there. Is it not going to freeze? You would think, right? I mean, they're, I don't know, they're kind of like leathery and... Leatherbacks are really cool looking. They look very prehistoric. Yeah, yeah. I've not seen a leatherback turtle uh, in real life. I don't even know if I've seen a turtle, so... Loggerheads born in Japan, they migrate almost 8,000 miles to the rich waters off of Baja, California, and then they go to Mexico to feed and mature. 
And once they have reached that sexual maturity, they migrate back to Japan to breed and nest. I mean, like, I don't know how long that takes them to travel 8,000 miles, but my word, like, (laughs) what a journey. That's crazy. What a journey. So this is, for me, what's really fascinating. So leatherbacks have a light pink spot on the top of their head directly above their brain. And it's thought that this allows light to reach the penile gland, which may be used for migration. And the penile gland is a endocrine gland found in the vertebrae, which affect wake and sleep patterns and functions to signal day length. We as humans have a penile gland, too. So you're saying that a leatherback turtle has like a, a light sensor. Yes, on the top of its head, essentially. On the, on the top, like you have like uh, motion activated or like daylight lights that would detect Basically, when the sun yeah. goes down. Yes. This turtle just has one built into the top of its head. So they use this combined with a change in temperature uh, of the water and it signals mm. a change in day length and season, which indicates, oh, time for migration. Okay. Is that not crazy? I mean, when you put it together like that, it's like, oh, that's genius. That makes sense. Genius. Why don't we have a hole on top of our heads? Why don't I gland? have a light sensor on the top of my head? So there's this turtle named Yoshi. Yoshi. So February 2020, because this is all we could do in 2020, there was a sea turtle named Yoshi, and it was tracked from Australia to the waters of Angola on Africa's eastern coast and back for a record trip of 22 thousand miles holy crap he's really going for it yoshi he's really crushing it crushing the miles yoshi was really going for it i'm trying to make some sort of mario and yoshi joke i got nothing yeah yoshi's an overlooked character and you know what yoshi not only is he overlooked but he also just puts up with a lot he's always like packing mario around baby mario or something like just you know overlooked (laughs) Yoshi carries the team on his back, man. Yeah, he is carrying <laughs> all of that universe on his back for 22,000 miles. crazy. Dang. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> nesting sea turtles require a delicate ecological mix. They have to have the right sand, the correct temperature, and easily accessible beach with few predators right. to be sure of laying their eggs in the best place. And the turtles go back to those beaches where they hatch themselves if it worked for their mother. Right. So it should work for them, like we talked about before. Yeah. So by studying these nesting sites in Florida, I just wanted to say that again, like it like laying a turtle egg is like it has to be all correct and precise. So by studying nesting sites in Florida, a team from the University of North Carolina, they discovered that the turtles seek out unique magnetic signatures along the coast. And as hatchlings, they imprint on the magnetic field of their natal beach and then they use that information to return as adults. Right. But how they determine that geomagnetic field is still not known. I think it's fascinating. The most likely way is that via tiny magnetic particles in the brain, they respond to the Earth's field and it gives the turtles a magnetic sense. Okay. Yeah. I've heard about this, but with birds. Yes. That like birds, that's how birds can like migrate. Like same thing, like migratory birds. And they they have like tiny magnetic particles in their body, and that's how they detect can detect like the magnetic field of the Earth. I think what's crazy also is early experiments seem to show that sea turtles have the ability to, like we've said, detect magnetic fields. Yeah, but they also detect the angle and intensity of the Earth's magnetic field, and wow. using those two characteristics, they can navigate virtually anywhere. Yeah, because they have this immediate compass in their head. 
I'm I was just gonna say I'm pretty good with like directions and 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 being uh, spatially aware, mm-hmm. but I've met some people that aren't, and that would be a game changer. Yeah. Just have a built-in. It company. would be. <laughs> but the thing is, is that like these are all theories of how tur- turtles are able to return to their birth nest, um, and none of them right. have been proven. So they also say that young female turtles may follow older, experienced nesting turtles from their feeding grounds to okay, go to sure. the breeding site. So it's just a it's generational. Yeah, it's like, oh, they know where they're going. They've laid eggs there. They know that they hatch. Actually, yeah. that's the thing is like they don't you don't even know that they hatch, but they just like go back um they and just lay drop eggs them there. Off and leave. Yeah. Yeah. Chop them off and peace out. I mean, that's the thing. That's the always like at the end of the day with any sort of animal study. I mean, some more than others and there's ways to do it uh more precise or whatever, but at the end of the day, it's like, I mean, we can't I can't like talk to a turtle and be like, right. How, what you doing? How you doing this? What's up? Right. And I don't think you can tag a baby turtle because they're so little that like it's swimming would just be impossible with this little like thing on it. And it's also like I think of it like if you tag these turtles, you're going to mess up their magnetic because like the GPS trackers that you're putting on these turtles have a magnetic field in them as well. well. It, I mean, it might also just, yeah, it could injure them or whatever. But also even that like. You know, I'm sure they've they've obviously tagged turtles or they at least follow them. We talked about the people yeah. that have the coolest job ever of of tracking turtles, but but like that still that just shows that they are able to navigate and where they're navigating. Right. But that doesn't like that doesn't break down the science going on inside their little heads, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ne- necessarily. I mean, it seems like some research has been done in it and they're trying to figure it out, but mm-hmm. um at the end of the day, man, turtles, they're still kind of, they're kind of mysterious. Yeah. Natal homing, magnetic fields, temperatures, turtles. A whole lot of turtles, man. Freaking turtles. A whole lot of turtle. I like turtles. I think they're sick. That was I absolutely that. fascinating. GCVUUVUVU coming in with another A+. plus. Another A plus podcast. Yeah. I, I don't know how it. they do it. I don't know how they're doing it, but keep them coming because we're here, we're for, here it. for it so friends yeah please send us your reviews send us yeah. your podcast ideas and yes. our friends on spotify we see you hear you and uh we're gonna be <laughs> looking out for what you guys want to hear as well yes we are watching we are checking those now so if you have something to say and want to say it there you can and it will be seen by us you can also send us an email at randomtheorypod at gmail.com and uh, we are using those as well. And if you're OGRT, let us know. It puts you to the top of the list. That's true. So we get to your podcast ideas faster. Yes. And absolutely. if you know what OGRT is, then you like know, you know your OGRT. Yeah. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. If not, yeah. go back and listen to some older <laughs> podcasts. You'll find it in there and know what it's all about. All right, science pals, we'll be back next week with some more random science information. Oh, can't wait. It's going to be good. Bye, pals. Bye, everyone. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off 
my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill.